0: Hey there, Subscription Box Basics fam, Julie here, and I've got some super exciting news for you. My favorite event of the year is happening in less than two months. For those of you who don't know, it's called Sub Summit, and it's the conference for sub box businesses. Renee and I are gonna be there, and you could potentially join us for free. You can learn more at subsummit.com, but don't wait too long because ticket prices are going up soon. Come on, let's make some memories together at sub Summit. So, you want to launch a subscription box and don't know where to start? Girl, you are in the right place. I'm Julie Ball, a subscription box coach, and your host here at Subscription Box Basics, a podcast for new and aspiring subscription box entrepreneurs that want to avoid overwhelm. So grab a coffee, some pen and paper, and let's have some fun. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Subscription Box Basics. I'm Julie Ball, your host I have been on a summer break. I hope that you have had a chance to go back and listen to some old episodes, and I hope you're excited about coming back and restarting like the next season of Subscription Box Basics. We have so much to talk about. We've got a lot coming up this fall, and we'll be sharing as everything gets planned. But today's episode, I am going to share my story of why I sold Sparkle Hustle Grow. Yes, did you hear? I sold Sparkle, Hustle, Grow, my multi six figure subscription box business for female entrepreneurs. And I figured I would take a couple of episodes to talk about, first of all, like, why did I sell it? Second of all, like, how did I sell it? Because I'm sure that there's so many of you listening that one might build to sell, but two, Maybe you're going through a a change of seasons or something's changing in your life where you might need an exit strategy. And then three, our third episode is going to be an interview with my broker, Christine. So buckle up. I'm going to tell the story. Today, we're talking again about why I sold my business. So I want to go back to summer 2021. You're probably listening to this in maybe September 2022 or after And that's kind of when I started thinking about what does it even look like to sell my subscription box business? So I started doing some research. You know, I went down the Google scroll hole and found all kinds of information about selling your business. And the part of the problem at that point though was I found information about selling your business, but it was so vague, so generic. There wasn't a lot of information about selling a subscription box business. So at the time, I decided to interview a friend of mine. Her name is Chelsea Clark, and she runs a firm as a broker like to help you sell your business. And so I interviewed her on my podcast and it opened my eyes to okay, what does what does this even look like? And when is this going to happen for me? Learned a lot from Chelsea and I'm so grateful for that podcast interview. Fast forward to early 2022. I started getting that feeling of feeling weary. I'm just feeling tired overall. And so you might know what that feels like. I liken it to that feeling of when I was in corporate America and I got that gut feeling where I'm like, I think I'm done here. I think that I'm ready for my next season. And it's hard to ignore that because it's just there. It's just like, You know it's there, and you can ignore it if you want to, and you can trudge through things, or you can kind of take that as your sign and figure out a game plan. And that's what I was doing. 2022, I had decided previously that I was going to record a podcast. It was going to be a 12-episode season. Stick with me. Keep following because this has a purpose to the story. So this podcast is called A Better Way to Hustle, and it was intended to be a lead magnet for my subscription box business for female entrepreneurs. And the idea was the 24-7, 365 hustle culture that is out there and people talk about all the time. I feel like it's really toxic, and it leads me to burnout. It leads other people to feeling imposter syndrome, to feeling less than, to feel like you're not succeeding. And I just didn't like that. And I I feel like there's a better way to hustle. So I mapped out 12 episodes to talk about, you know, why things feel so hard and answers to how to make your life easier and more fulfilling and still have the hustle as part of your life. And so things like community, things like simplifying, things like, you know, work hard, play hard. And I recorded these podcast episodes thinking, again, that this would be a good lead magnet for my subscription box, that it would attract the right buyers, those women who were hustling and they were feeling burnout and they, they wanted a better way to hustle. And after I recorded these 12 episodes, I sat down and I was I was feeling just almost a little bit overwhelmed with emotion. One, I was excited that it was done and I could not wait to get it out into the world. But of course, there was some nervousness like normal before you launch anything, but two, recording the podcast felt so therapeutic to me. And it was wild because, you know, I thought that this was going to be a lead magnet and it turned out to be like what I needed. Like God was at work in my life for sure. And after I recorded the podcast, all 12 episodes, and we, you know, set everything up for launch, I called a family meeting. So I sat down with a glass of wine, Kenny sat down with a beer, and McKenna sat down with a juice box. She's 11. (laughs) She was 10 at the time. And we just started talking about like a dream session. Like what does your dream day, week, month look like? What's involved in it? Is there travel? Are we going to homeschool? What are some of the hobbies and activities that fill our cup that we want to make sure we're like carving out time for and actually pursuing. What does health look like? Exercise, all those things. And we just had this beautiful family meeting and it was so clear to me at the end of that meeting that Sparkle Hustle Grow was not a part of the long-term season. Like it was not going to be a legacy brand that I passed along to McKenna. We did not want to continue running the business in a way that felt heavy, it was clear that we were ready for our next season. So I, you know, noodled it over and I thought about it and I prayed a lot about it. And I actually saw at that time, this was probably April, 2022. Yeah, probably about April that there was a colleague of mine that was selling her subscription box business. And it was probably about the same size, pretty close at least to what Sparkle Hustle Grow was. And I reached out to her and I just said, you know, I'm I'm really happy for you that you're selling your subscription box business. Can I ask you a few questions about it? I'm interested in selling my box as well. And I want to make sure I do it right. And so she was so gracious enough to share her story. And actually, she introduced me to Christine from the Magnolia Firm who I ultimately used as my broker. And the reason why I used Christine and the Magnolia firm based out of San Diego was because when I met her for the first time, I immediately felt connected to her. There was just something about her that I was like, she seems really well-equipped to sell this subscription box business of mine, to speak the language, to help me find my dream buyers. And when I went to their website for the first time, It's the MagnoliaFirm.co. It basically said all the excitement of selling your business, but without the stress. And you guys, like, I feel like there's some things that I get really scrappy and do and I can like DIY, put it together. Like, you know, in 2016, that's how I put together Sparkle Hustle Grow. I learned on the fly. Well, I just didn't think that this was the right time and place to be scrappy and to figure it out on my own. There was just way too much at stake. And so I decided to get a broker opinion of value. It's also called a valuation. And that gave me what I needed as far as like, what's your business worth? Like, what could you list this for? What are we even looking at as far as, you know, if I were to sell the box business, what it, what that price might be? Cause I, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. And Christine knows this business inside and out, not the subscription box business, but like being a business intermediary. It is like her goal to find amazing business owners, to introduce them so that one business owner can have their exit and one business owner can start their business. And it's this beautiful thing. I'm going to interview her in a future episode. You're going to love it. She's going to tell us some tips and just we'll, we'll walk through a little bit more about how I sold my business again, um, I'll talk about that in next week's episode too, like how the steps that I did to prepare and all that good stuff. So anyhow, when I met Christine, I just, I knew immediately that she was going to be the person that I wanted to work with. So I got into a contract with her and one of the things that I've really, really loved about what she was telling me was one, on our first Zoom meeting where I got to know her a little bit and she got to know my business, she asked me, are you emotionally ready to sell your business? Let me say that again. Are you emotionally ready to sell your business? And I was like, that is the best question. I'm so glad you asked that. And a year ago, I would have said no. Probably six or eight months ago, I would have said no. But after having gone through that family meeting and recording the A Better Way to Hustle podcast, I could easily say to her, yes, I am. And it felt so good and it felt, felt so freeing. And one of the things that I was really nervous about with selling my business was this bit of guilt. And you might think like, why would you feel guilty? Well, I'm a people pleaser. It, that's That's just part of my DNA, and I felt like I was going to let people down. There are some people that have been subscribers since the first few boxes. There are so many relationships I've built along the way, colleagues, and a lot of the guest experts that I've brought in along the way. I didn't want to let anyone down, and so I was wearing this guilt. So one of the things that was really weighing on me is that I needed to keep this private. I didn't want to share it publicly because I didn't want rumors flying around. I didn't want to scare or alarm subscribers. I didn't want to create a um, group of people to leave Sparkle Hustle Grow before I sold it. And from the advice of my business broker, she's like, just keep it to yourself. Only share it with people who might be interested in actually buying the business. And so that was a lot of weight to carry. It's like this secret. Obviously, you know, I shared it with my team and my family, but it was really hard for me to keep it from you guys and to keep it from my boot campers and to keep it from the sparklers, but that's just the reality of it. I needed to keep it private. So yeah, there was there was a lot of emotions surrounding that. There was a lot to do to prepare the business for sale as well. And I had st- sort of started that the year before, but... Once I decided that we were going to list the business, it was like game on as far as getting all my SOPs updated, cleaning up the my accounting books. Because at the time, I had put both of my businesses, both Subscription Box Bootcamp and Sparkle Hustle Grow in the same QuickBooks account. And so now I had to go back and I had to separate them in hindsight. And that was challenging. So that's one piece of advice. If you run multiple businesses, including a box business, and you think you might sell it one day separate your expenses, separate your finances. In hindsight, I would have set up two separate QuickBooks online accounts, but you know, we made it work. So I decided that it was gonna go for sale. I worked with Christine and her team to choose a date that we were gonna go live They prepared the listing, they created all the assets that we needed for the sale of the business. And I'll tell you again, all about that in the next episode. It felt like I had someone walking alongside me the entire journey though. It was stressful. Yes. There was a lot of work. Yes. Was it worth it? Absolutely. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that I would take a side hustle and then Six years later, sell it for multiple six figures. Like my mind is just blown. And I'm not saying this stuff to brag. I'm just saying this so that you can see that there's more than one path that you can take on your subscription box journey. You know, you can create this legacy brand that you pass along to family members. You can eventually have an exit strategy where you sell the business or you can close down your business. Like those are kind of like the three paths for your box business. There's no shame in thinking about what does that exit strategy look like for you? I wish that I had, I feel like I need a business therapist. Is that like a thing? Like a someone who is a therapist, but specifically meant for entrepreneurs. Oh my gosh. I feel like that would be something, one, something I need, but something that would be beneficial to to all entrepreneurs. Am I right? (laughs) So anyhow, we list the business go through all the steps of you know vetting potential buyers and stuff 94 days on the market and we are closed and there is money in the bank it just blows my mind I feel so excited because we found our dream buyers. We are so excited about the amazing family that purchased Sparkle Hustle Grow. They're doing awesome so far. They actually came to visit us here at the warehouse and experienced a pack out with us, like a batch shipping day and got trained. We did some videos together, which was awesome for the handoff. And I have to share with you that all that guilt that I was feeling and all that nervousness about like letting people down. I shouldn't have had any of that. I I don't know why I sabotaged myself with that. The only negative comment that was even part negative was, I'm so sorry to see you go because I, I loved supporting your business, but I can't wait to support the new owner. So like, I can't tell you enough to just have faith. And if you're thinking about selling your box business, don't feel like you're going to let everyone down. Don't feel any guilt about it. Be excited. Because when I finally shared, we are moving into our next season and we found the amazing new owners to run Sparkle Hustle Grow, I got nothing but support. And in fact, the day that we announced it, we strategically chose because it was a couple days after the first renewal for the new owners. So they got ownership of the business August 1st. And then we announced it publicly on August 17th. I did that strategically because we used those first two weeks of August to train. Like think about starting a new job. It's like you're drinking water from a fire hose. And so we use those first two weeks to train them get them up to speed, you know, hand off all the software, ship all the inventory. And then August 15th was when our sparklers had their first renewal under the new ownership. And we just wanted to make sure that the renewal wasn't impacted by the changing of the guard, so to speak, and that the new owners could experience that with me standing right by their side, supporting them. Two days later, August 17th, we made the announcement with a video that we filmed together when they were on site. And it just was really, really well-received. So that day when we announced it, we were a little bit nervous. I mean, can you blame us? She was nervous about how she would be received as the new face of the brand. I was nervous sharing that I'm passing the baton. And I felt so loved on that day. Like I was glowing after I read all the amazing comments about How supportive people were about understanding that we go through seasons in our lives. And sometimes season means change. Sometimes it means pivoting. And then how welcoming they were to the new owner. And so I was just really, really thrilled about that and just so excited for the new owner. So 94 days on market. We got our full asking price and we got our dream buyers. To recap the experience, felt that gut feeling, did the research. Found the right broker, listed it 94 days on the market, got full asking price, and found our dream buyers. I could not have written this story any better. I'm not saying it was all rainbows and unicorns. There were tears, there were sleepless nights, and there was a lot of stress, but such is the whole entrepreneurship roller coaster. And so here I am on the other side of it now, and I'm sharing my story. I hope that my story inspires you that you do have a choice in what you do with your business, whether it's a subscription box business or any other type of business. There's no shame in selling. In fact, it should be supported and celebrated. And I'm living proof of that. Next week, tune in to hear more of the how, more of like the step-by-step how I sold the business. And then again, after that, I'll interview Christine, my business intermediary, my broker. So you will hear directly from her with some tips, some things to think about if selling your business might be on your mind. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, if you're new here, make sure you follow or subscribe and rate and review. I love doing this podcast. I'm so happy to be back. And now that you know my story, you can see why I needed that break in the summer. You know, we're all about seasons of hustle, seasons of rest, work hard, play hard. And I needed that summer break. So I'm glad you're here. I'm happy to be back. And I cannot wait to share all the exciting things that are going to be coming for subscription box basics and subscription box bootcamp this fall. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.